Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe, and I'm glad that you joined me for Wednesday Bible study. I'm just Joe, no title, just a brother in Christ, like you're a brother or sister in Christ. Amen? Amen. So the first scripture we're going to read today is in Philippians, book of Philippians, chapter 1. And reading verse 12 and 13. But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. Now, to put it in perspective, Paul's in prison. Paul writes more books in the Bible than anyone. It's 12 or 13 books. And he does this when he's in prison, brothers and sisters, or most of it. And it says, so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and all the rest that my chains are in Christ. So what he's saying is, is I like to say sometimes a curse turns out to be a blessing, all right? He finds himself in prison most of his ministry where he writes 13 books of the gospel, the New Testament, which we read every day, or we should be reading daily the Bible, and it can be the Hebrew text or the New Testament, but brothers and sisters, it's so important, so important to have your spiritual food daily. But here he's explaining that, uh, that, that it, this curse that he's in prison, if you will, is not so much a curse, it's a blessing God knew. It was best for him to be there so he could have quiet time. He could write these books that you and I benefit from and these people. Amen? Amen. So now we're going to read, pick it up in verse 21 through 24. And it reads, For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I cannot tell. For I am hard pressed between the two, having a desire to to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. So here he has this perplexed thought, thinking of, you know, if Lord would just take me, I could be with Jesus, right? In heaven, in paradise, and it'll be, it'll be beautiful, and I'll have no more pain and suffering. But yet his love for the people, right? To share the gospel with them, the importance of obedience and walking with Christ and living for him and bringing others to Christ. He knows that it's better for him to stay even though he's suffering. Do you understand? It's amazing. Now, the message today is about to die is to gain. What does that exactly mean? And we're going to look into that. But but before we leave the chapter, I want to read uh, what he tells them in verse 29. 
For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. Okay? In the world today, many people are suffering. In Beirut, many people lost their homes. They're suffering. Many people are in prison that are wrongfully charged in all countries. They're suffering. People are in the hospital suffering. But brothers and sisters, your Lord and Savior came from heaven. God's only begotten Son that was here from the beginning when the earth was created and man and woman were created and everything was created. He was here in existence with God. He came incarnated in human form to die a painful death for your sins and mine. They spit on him. They slugged him in the face. They whipped him. And then they crucified him on a cross for you and me. So we should not complain that we have to go through some suffering. Because we need, the scripture says we need to suffer with Christ. Right? But thank God we're not suffering the way he did. And he didn't do anything wrong. He did that for our sins, brothers and sisters. You understand? When a couple of apostles are in prison, they've just been beaten. They're in prison. And they're singing praise songs and they're celebrating that they were worthy to suffer for Christ, for Jesus' namesake. You understand? We have to have the same mindset. It goes on in chapter 4, I believe, to say to thank the Lord for everything. And here he's sharing with you that it was a benefit for him to be in prison. Okay? Let's use him for an example when we are suffering because we all have to suffer with Christ. Amen? Amen. So now let's find out why he says to die is to gain. Okay? So follow me over to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We'll read 1 through 4. And... Here, he's, he's being humble as he can be to be able to share the story. So he uses the scenario of, I know a man. But the man is him. Up in verse 2. I know a man in Christ to 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know. God knows such a one was caught up to a third heaven. A third heaven, brothers and sisters. And I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows. Meaning, I don't know if it's a vision or if it actually happened. You understand? How he was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. So here what we see is, Paul got a glimpse. He got to see where you and I, if you're saved today and you're saved when the Lord comes to take you or takes you, you get to go to paradise. And this is how Paul knew to die is to gain, not just to be with Jesus, which is more, that's better than anything, brothers and sisters. Trust me on that. But how wonderful it is in paradise. 
Brothers and sisters, I know you all know someone who has left the earth. God has taken their life and he's either sent them to hell or taken them to paradise. And if you ask that person, if you were able to ask that person, come back and God was going to grant your wish and let him come back. What do you think the person would say if they're in paradise? They say, no, I'll wait for you. Do things right. Be right with God when he comes to take you so you can enjoy this with me. Amen? Amen. So follow me over to Revelations chapter 2, verse 7. And it reads, This is the Lord himself, Jesus, talking to John. And John is the scribe writing it down. He says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Amen. He who overcomes, overcomes what? Overcomes sin. How do you do that? With the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. You can't beat the devil unless you have the Holy Spirit. How do you get that? Scripture says in Acts 2.38, repent. And be baptized in the name of Jesus, and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. So you have to repent. What does that mean? Turn from your sinful ways. Right? You have to repent 100%. He knows you're going to make a mistake. You're not Jesus. And then when you do, you ask forgiveness with remorse, and he forgives you. Praise God. But you live for him from that point on. You don't live for yourself, your selfish self. You don't follow the devil, you follow Jesus. You emulate Jesus. You strive to be obedient every day in his name. Do you understand? Amen. So we can have the right to the tree of life, which is where? Paradise. All right. So now we're going to look at the book of Luke. Chapter 23, Jesus is being crucified at the time. They put a sign, says, this is the king of the Jews. They have mocked him. And we're picking up at 39 through 43. Then one of the criminals who was hanged blasphemed him, saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answered, rebuked him, saying, do you not even fear God? seeing you are under the same condemnation and we indeed justly for we receive the due reward of our deeds but this man has done nothing wrong then he said to jesus lord remember me when you come into your kingdom and jesus said to him assuredly i say to you today you will be with me in paradise. Amen. That same place that Paul got to see and was able to tell you to die is to gain. If you're his, if you're a child of God, you have the Holy Spirit. He says if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're not his. You understand? So when you repent, it has to be genuine in your heart. It can't just be with your lips. Judas after he betrays Jesus and he feels bad, 
He throws the silver at their feet and he says with his lips, I repent. Then he goes and he hangs himself. Scripture says his bowels fall out. Jesus later says, better for that man never to have been born. Brothers and sisters, I assure you, he's in hell. He's not in paradise. Jesus wouldn't have said, better for him never to be born. So it was just with his lips, I repent. You can't get to heaven on a prayer alone. That's your first step, that sinner's prayer, oh, forgive me, Lord, and come in your, my heart, fill me with the Holy Spirit. But you're not getting that Holy Spirit until you repent genuinely in your heart and you strive daily to obey and serve our Lord and Savior. And when the Lord feels you're worthy to receive, he will renew your mind completely from that carnal mind. Renew that stony heart into a circumcised, pure-loving heart and deliver you from this bondage and cast out that evil spirit and fill you with the Holy Spirit. And you'll be sealed for the day of redemption and written in the book of life. So brothers and sisters, there's anyone out there that wants to pray with me and, and ask the Lord to fill them with the Holy Spirit and repent, worthy to receive it. Please bow your heads with me and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne. Please forgive me for all the sins I have done and all the sins I've done that I don't know what they are. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son to die on a cross for my sins. And thank you, Jesus, Yeshua, for being obedient unto death for me, Lord, so I could be saved. And please, Father, help me to repent. Help me to renew my mind, worthy to receive the Holy Spirit. And please fill me with the Holy Spirit and renew my heart into a loving heart. And fill me with the Holy Spirit, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for all things. And your will always be done, not ours. And I pray this in the precious name of Yeshua, Jesus. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. You heard me say the word Yeshua. Tell you say Jesus in Hebrew. Talking to two people here. Talking to the Gentiles and the Jews. He came for all of us, brothers and sisters. So remember, brothers and sisters, remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus, in your heart. And we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday, forever and ever. Amen.